Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. Are you showing self-compassion or are you just being soft? What actually is the difference between the two? And when is it the right time to use each of them? Over the holidays, I had a bit of an interesting internal dialogue, and that was a conversation about self-compassion and being soft on yourself. And so I just wanted to get some thoughts down and out about the two of them. Recently, I've seen a lot of social media out there that discusses self-compassion. There was a lot of this during COVID, all of that type that time, and a lot of self-love stuff as well. And I was contemplating if it is sometimes becomes a crutch for some people and goes too far where it's no longer actually helping them anymore. And they're actually just letting themselves off the hook and letting themselves off from achieving what they truly want to achieve for themselves. So in other words, they just become soft or they're being too soft on themselves. Now, I like to think of most things as a bit of a scale. You're not necessarily one or the other, but you can lean more towards one or the other. And this conversation or this internal dialogue, it actually came about because of my own life. And that's where I think about most things, about how things are affecting me. And I personally think at times in certain areas of my life, I have allowed myself to kind of slip into this trap. And so I wanted to dive into each of them. So let's just discuss the actual uh, terms or how I define the terms. So when we're talking about self-compassion and being soft on yourself, they can have similar qualities, such as being kind and understanding towards yourself, but they also have key differences. Self-compassion involves treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer like a friend um, or someone who's going through a difficult time. It also involves recognizing that failure and suffering are a universal part of the human experience rather than just being a personal failing. And then being soft on yourself, that implies that you're not holding yourself accountable for your actions or that you're not pushing yourself to achieve goals, especially when you're facing adversity. It can also imply that being you're being like kind of over lenient and forgiving towards yourself in, in terms of accepting maybe a poor performance um, or avoiding you're avoiding challenges. Whereas now self-compassion that encourages you to take responsibility for your actions and it also encourages you to be more resilient and motivated towards achieving your goals. So the main difference that I see between self-compassion and being soft on yourself is that self-compassion provides the balance between being kind and understanding to yourself while still holding yourself accountable and motivated to reach your goals, whereas being soft on yourself means that you're just letting yourself off the hook for an unjustified reason. And in the pursuit of any goal, self-compassion can be extremely helpful when you experience any setback or failure or disappointment. And just remembering, it reminds you that these are natural and common experiences in the process of achieving any goal. And this self-compassion is going to help you see them through in a more positive light and not necessarily personalize them. 
And self-compassion is also going to help you maintain that growth mindset, which we talk about a lot, which means that you are going to view any mistakes or failures as opportunities to learn and improve rather than signs that you're not good enough. On the other hand, there may be times when it's appropriate to toughen up in pursuit of a goal. For example, if you're constantly finding yourself making excuses or avoiding challenges, it may be helpful to find a way to hold yourself accountable and push yourself to take the necessary action. So that begs the question, how do you know when you should use self-compassion and how do you know when you should just toughen up? And from my perspective, the best place to start is for you to identify what you're currently doing and assess whether it's working for you or not. Now, this in itself requires a great deal of self-awareness. And a lot of people are too either busy or stressed or don't have even time to think about themselves. So they don't have the opportunity to really make this assessment. So step one in this whole process is um, being able to have that self-awareness. Now, when I'm working with a client, nine out of 10 times, I'm often recommending um, self-compassion if they're going through a struggle. Most people who do CrossFit are already pretty tough on themselves. And that's actually part of the reason that people that that personality trait attracted you to CrossFit in the first place. But what I have also experienced is that if someone spends extended periods of time, and I'm talking about like months and months, constantly practicing self-compassion, then it inevitably comes some sort of crutch. And so what you need to do is ideally look out for some signs that may indicate that you have kind of let the the scale of the spectrum move from self-compassion far too far across to just being soft on yourself all the time and you're just letting yourself off the hook way too often. And so one telltale sign that you're is that you're constantly leaving goals or tasks kind of half-finished or you're making excuses for why you didn't achieve them. Now, sometimes these may be justified, other times they may not be. But if this is happening all the time and you're never accomplishing anything that you're setting out to achieve, and, and this can be in multiple areas of your life, then this is definitely a sign to watch for that you're being a little bit too soft on yourself. Number two, which is pretty much a result of the above point, is you're not improving or you're actually getting worse. And so what I mean by that is is if you've been stagnant for a long time and you're in the pursuit of being better, you're in the pursuit of any goal and you're not actually seeing that improvement, then there's a chance and that you're using a little bit too much self-compassion you're letting yourself off the hook too much. Three, which is once again linked, is to the the point of you procrastinating a lot. And so this is a massive telltale sign that you've slipped way too far towards being soft on yourself. And finally, the fourth one, if you're not ever seeking out feedback or constructive criticism to help you improve or stay on track, it's a sign that you might not actually want to change right now and that you're comfortable just continuing to be soft on yourself. Now, I want to reiterate that these signs are not hard rules and that you are the only person who can truly actually answer these questions. I just want to try to provide you a framework of some sort 
to allow you to make an educated decision on whether you need to maybe make a mental shift. So if you've decided and you've done a little bit of assessment on yourself that there's particular areas in your life that you need to be stop being so soft on yourself and maybe toughen up, here are a couple tactics that I like to use. The first one is the acknowledgement of responsibility. And so this means taking responsibility for where you are right now and removing everyday like mundane excuses from your internal dialogue. Acknowledging that no one else is going to do it for you. And while things might not be ideal and your circumstances may not be perfect, feeling sorry for yourself ain't going to do shit. The second and I reiterate this all the time, is having your clear and specific action plan. When we're working with you and we talk about giving yourself like a weekly focus in the areas of your training, nutrition, and mindset, they need to be action-orientated, not outcome-orientated. Losing weight is not an action plan. It's a result. Things like taking a high-protein lunch to work every day is an action plan. Things like making sure I do my supermarket shop every Sunday and then a top up again on Thursday is an action plan. Those are things that are going to help lead towards your end result that you're desiring. And so it needs to be clear, it needs to be specific so that you can actually track and monitor whether you are staying on on task of what you need to do to achieve your goal. The third is you need to stop relying on motivation. Motivation comes and goes. You might be motivated to go out for a run tomorrow morning, but then you wake up and it's cold and raining, and so your motivation dies away. This is when you need to rely on your strong mindset. You do it because you said you'd do it, and you follow through whether you like it or not. Fourth is having some accountability. When you're first trying to toughen up, it's hard, so having someone that can hold you accountable is massive. Someone you live with can be great. But that can also cause a little bit of friction in relationship, especially if it's a partner and your partner's telling you to do things and you don't feel like doing it. We're often quite resistant to that. And that's when having a coach is big time because they can be completely objective in the situation to whether you're doing what you need to be doing or not. And then you're going to tell them what you're going to do and you're going to ask them to hold you accountable to it. And you can even play to your motivations if you know the, the way that you type, the type of person you are. Are you better at moving towards reward or are you better at moving away from punishment? The old carrot or the stick, you get to choose which one is going to work for you. And so working with someone to kind of help you come up with some sort of system to that can be really big. This way it means that you can kind of have your accountability partner dish out rewards or punishment for not following through. And this tactic may not work forever, but it's quite good for getting you started long enough to build the habit that you're trying to build. And then the fifth one, another one that I always, this is one of the first conversations that I ever have with people uh, when we're starting to work together, is why they're actually starting. And so for you, wherever you are in your journey, is remembering why you started in the first place. The key being why is because if you know your why and it's truly meaningful to you, nothing will stop you from achieving greatness. This is something that every great athlete I have ever worked with was extremely clear on. Now, each of these five points that I've just gone over, I'll just reiterate them again. So that's that acknowledgement of responsibility, creating a clear and specific action plan, not relying on motivation, relying on your mindset, 
accountability and remembering why you started. Each of those is like a full podcast on their own. And a few of those topics I actually have covered in previous episodes. So you can go back through and I elaborate on each of them if you want to dive deeper and actually search through them and have a look at the different ones that we've got there and actually dive into them and figure out how you can actually implement that in your life. And so on a closing note, it's really important to remember that self-compassion and toughening up, they're not mutually exclusive. Your self-compassion is not the same as just being overly lenient on yourself. Rather, it's that powerful motivator to reach your goals. Have self-compassion, and it means that you can remain motivated, optimistic, and resilient in the face of any kind of challenge while working towards your goal. But if you spend too long there, and any of those traits that I went uh, talked about earlier in this um, episode are starting to show then those are the signs that it might be time for you to implement some of these tactics and start to toughen up a bit. In general, we're just trying to find that balance between the self-compassion and holding yourself accountable, and that's going to be key to achieving your goals. When you experience a setback or failure, use that self-compassion to help you learn from your mistakes, recover quickly, and maintain that little bit of motivation to keep continuing. When you find yourself avoiding challenges or making excuses, then it's time to toughen up and push yourself to continue moving forward. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers.